Welcome. This is Pastor Deborah, and this is Mental Health and the Forever Person webcam. This is a new series for Pastor Deborah, and it will also become a podcast on the Mental Health Radio News Network. But I'm just going to have a little introduction for you that you will see, and then I'll get into the teaching. Mental health, as you can see, and the forever person. These two are connected, and this is going to be a series of webcams podcast entitled One Plus One Plus One Equals One. It's a new math, and it's a strange math, but I'm going to talk about this for several series episodes so that you will be able to see at a little deeper level who you are, who others are, what mental health is to this system of three that are one, and what the forever person is to the system of mental health and this strange new math. So enjoy and I'm going to uh, start you off with episode one. Hello again, this is Pastor Deborah. Welcome, welcome to all my guests. My goodness, there's a lot of you. I can hardly see back there. Wilbur, how many do you think we have today? Millions? Oh my goodness. I think the word is spreading. Today, here in the garden, with millions of people. Now, how can that be? We're in my home, my living room, exactly, sort of. But when I teach, as everybody knows, we step into that parallel realm, the garden. And it, it can hold billions. But right now, we just got millions of people here. And this is going to be Mental Health and the Forever Person podcast and webcam. This is going to be episode five. And for episode five and episode six, I'm going to give you some talking, teaching about this guy right here, this one. The forever person. The one that most of us know the least about. And if we do know something, sometimes it seems very strange to us. They use strange terminology. It has to do with religion or something, so we don't pay attention. But that number, that one right there, the third part of this, I'm going to begin today. Um, episode 5, and then in episode 6, just give you a brief introduction about the forever person. Yes, all you millions of people who are here. That one that's here today, that have left the other two parts of you somewhere else, and you have come because you have heard you are welcomed and you are loved. That one that's here today is what we're going to talk about. 
These podcasts, as you know, are a combination of our new math. One, the physical body, plus our soul in its two parts, and plus the forever person, which equals to one system. Sort of one, but it's really two. But it gets a little confusing, so right now what we're going to do is just talk about this guy right here. The final one. The forever person. Have any of you ever thought about that you could have another person besides your physical body? Your soul, your thoughts, your attitudes, your concept. You think there's room inside here for another person? would be getting kind of crowded, don't you think? You mean there might be a whole bunch of people living inside here? Well, yes, sort of, there are. And in some people, there's a whole bunch, lots and lots and lots, sometimes thousands in here. Some of them are just fragments. Some of them are big ones, little ones, all kinds. Some of them are not even human. They're more animal than they are human. But that's another teaching. Right now today, the forever person. I'm going to introduce you to them. All you that are here today, the garden is a part of a system. It's part of a world, a realm called the spirit world. Now, a lot of people get very frightened when they hear that word. They think of the bad kind. Yes, there are bad things in that world. But what the spirit world is, it was the first world that was ever created. By remember this one we talked about, the one who created the garden? This one lives in that eternal, immortal, and unseen world. And that is called the spiritual world. It's a parallel universe, sort of. It is timeless. It was here before the seen world. In fact, the power of the spiritual speaks life and brings about the physical realm. And the reason that was, the one who created all of this, wanted the spirit, which he is, and his spiritual children he was going to have, that's the forever person, to be spiritual kings and rulers in that realm, the unseen realm, that could speak and talk to, create and rule over the seen world, the biological, physical world. So, that is sort of where the, a little bit of teaching of the forever person is. He is a spiritual being. What? See, a boy or a girl? Sometimes he looks that way. When you are in your optimal, original shape, nature, essence, that it, the forever person was created in until it took a big fall down a hill. Got a lot of mud called flesh on it. Its nature changed to one of an icky old 
something. Some people call him the devil, Satan. And he actually, his whole nature and essence changed. But originally, this guy was a beautiful creature of light. He had no gender, no sex, wasn't married, wanted to get married. And his country of origin was something called the kingdom of heaven, which we heard about in other podcasts that our ancient forefathers and ancient civilization knew about because we had helpers come down and tell us. And it's on cuneiform stones. Even the ancient Egyptians knew about this realm that's up here that had gods. So it's not anything new that hasn't been around. It's gotten distorted. But this forever person, that's his realm. He lives in a realm that is real, very, very real. But you cannot see it, sense it, with your biological five senses. Your soul, part two here, he does not contact it. Because his world, the soul, the second part, is the comes through the five senses. What he can see, feel, and touch. And that's called the temporary world. I want to throw a big question at you. That in the movie The Matrix, Morpheus asked Neo. Remember Neo was born into a system he knew nothing about. Yes, like you guys have been. Plugged in and fed images and sounds, concepts, and beliefs. Like, yes, like you have, yes. Now, he did not know that. He knew, did not know his original or his current condition. What he believed up here was a dream world. So he gets out, and Morpheus has to help him understand what he was born into, that he was born a slave, born under control. Yes, honey. Your physical body, your soul, and your were born the same way as Neo. Until something comes along like a Morpheus, and you take a red pill, sort of, and you start getting unplugged. Are we unplugged? You're beginning to be, yes. All of you took, your hearts want to be free, so that's why you're here. So in the movie... It's hard to explain to people, Morpheus told him, what kind of world he'd been living in and what was the real world versus the world that he thought was real. So Morpheus knew the only way he could do that was to show Neo what was real. So he took Neo after he got unplugged from the system of machines and that dream world he was in took him into a computer program that showed him what the real world was outside because of some atomic bomb 
a war between some things. And what had happened. And what the human was being used for. Now, Neo asked a wonderful question. You mean this chair I'm touching? It's not real. And here's what Morpheus said. What is real? If it's something you can feel, you can touch, you can taste, your five senses. It gets converted in here to electrical chemical. So is that chair, that sofa, your is it a real thing if it is changed into something that has electrical chemical components and only exists up here in the biological brain? It's just a digital image in your brain of what your eyes saw, your hands touched. So Neil was challenged right from get-go on what is real. Neil did not know what was real. He believed his whole life had been real. And all the stories from that he believed and where he worked and the people he knew were all real, but Morpheus was trying to tell him those were nothing but digital images that had been put into his brain from an outside source, sort of like your five senses. And somebody, as we know, they can speak to you and tell you a lie. They can show you a chair but tell you it's a table. And your eyes take a picture of the chair. But because you hear some words called a table, you store the picture of the chair in your brain as a table. You label it with chemical electricals. It's a table. So Neo started his freedom route, his healing, with deep, deep stuff from Morpheus. One thing all of you millions and millions of people are, are going to have to learn. You must have somebody in your life, like a Morpheus. Somebody who is free from the system that he was born into. And can see past the physical body and its senses and past the soul. And bring truth to you. But for a long time, you'll be just like Neo. You'll have fear of this unknown. You'll have doubt and unbelief. You won't believe what we're saying to you. Because it's just too wild. It's too outer space to believe it. It doesn't go along with all of your conditioning and your education and what your parents, your ancestors, your faith, your religion talks about. It challenges everything you know. So Neil was struggling early on to understand that he was born, yes, born, into a system that was not real temporary that the program the programs of that system could change and that's a whole nother teaching about that program 
And everything he thought, he believed, that he knew was not real. And then Morpheus has to tell him what gets in here is digital electrical. It's not a real thing. I don't carry around what my five senses see inside here. It's all electrical chemical. And then Morpheus had to tell him that he was born into slavery for some unseen creatures to give those creatures energy and power so those creatures could control him. Now, Neo did not know what he was talking about, nor did he believe him. So Morpheus showed him, remember, you were born, you were plugged into something that you believe that something else plugged you into to become a battery, a source of energy for the machines because they could not get to the sun, their original power source, anymore. So the same is true for the forever person. He is born into a system inside the physical body and the soul. He's plugged into that world. But he also has, as Neo, he has energy. His brain is a wonderful thing. He can be used. So he's actually, all of us were turned into slaves for the unseen sort of machines slash bad guys in the spirit. And we didn't even know it. So this guy right here has had a rough time. He first got started, beautiful, glorious, but none of us knew that, and none of us knew that ancestor. We just get born, and we're born into a system like Neo. You ever watch the Matrix trilogy, the first one? It, the whole three are so powerful. It gets on into purpose. It gets on to spiritual movement. The war that's going on for freedom and slavery. I took a lady that she didn't had never seen it, and I took her step by step through the movie. Stopped it a lot. Told her, "Look what's there." Tied in spiritual things. I can do that with any movie, because the one who creates us, the one who gave these people this Matrix story, they get visions and they having dreams from the one who wants us to see it. It's hidden in that story. And if you only look at the movie for entertainment, you won't see it until your heart becomes a seeking spiritual heart and you discover that this movie is a story and a parable for deeply hidden spiritual things. And we... Most of us, no, 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 I was a Neo, but I got free a long time ago, and I had a Morpheus in my life, and I learned, and I had to overcome all my fears and unbeliefs and doubt, and I'm still learning. There's so much to learn, but we all were born just like Neo, 
into a dream world, not aware of anything, believing everything that brought in through the five senses is real. So this guy, the forever person, he's a wonderful person. If you watch the trilogy, I think it was in 1999 it started. I heard that Kevin is going to make a trilogy for. Neo was a wonderful character. We saw him from a sweet young man who had to discover he was born a slave in captivity and everything he knew and believed was real turned out to be a lie. And that's what we will all go through. And we will all cry and be hurt and realize everything we believed in, whether it's your religion, your faith, it's a lie. It's not real. And it's all there. And we've all been programmed and controlled for somebody else's purposes. So the movie is excellent. Now, it's got a lot of kick-ass stuff in it and fighting, and that's okay, too, because in that world, but you can go through it. I'd love to go through it with everybody. There's life. There's death. There's resurrection. The power of love of Trinity. And how you go from one being when you are alive to dying. He took some bullets. And love brought him back to life. And when he came back to life, he could see the computer program. He was a different character. He was immortal now. But he had to first, the old Neo that was born in that system had to die. And there was Trinity over him with the machines coming in to kill him. Because Neil was a threat. And she loved him. She told him, I loved you. You're the one. Get up. And that love woke him up. Then you learn a lot more in the movie. Him, when he's in the Matrix, reaching inside of Trinity and pulling out a bullet, flying in the matrix. Because in that world, that's the spirit world. But you can go back and forth and you'll learn you can do that. But when you first get here and you start realizing, I am a who, a forever person that will outlive this physical body. And that soul that is icky and hurt and wounded with that icky old subconscious hidden man that's so full of jealousy and hate, doesn't love everybody. I can discard those two. They can die. They're going to die. All that will be left is the forever person. And then the forever person, he's like, Neil, he doesn't know anything. I love you guys, but you don't know much about yourself. And you have to learn. You have to be under teachers and tutors that don't speak weird, spooky stuff to you. But teach you truth. We have a lot of people that believe in the forever person. They call him different names and his abilities and what he does and the source of his power. They call it all sorts of different things. But let me tell you something. Every faith and religion is trying to help this guy. Trying to find peace in him. Trying to get him to a place of paradise. 
even the Muslims, they tell you if you go and become a suicide bomber, you will bring great glory and honor to your family, to Allah, and you will make it on up to paradise where you'll get 72 virgins. Now, I had an experience and I had to work with the two Boston bombers. What? You were? Yes, I did. I'll tell you the story. I actually wrote it. It's on the website. It's called 72 Virgins. We all know pretty much that the Boston bombings during the Boston Marathon happened. It's all over the news. I watched it. The older brother died. The younger brother, the Sonora brothers, the younger, the younger one got captured. And he got arrested. So I'm outside in my garden watering, minding my own business. And all of a sudden, the spirit world is opened up to me. And there's the younger brother talking to me. He wanted to know if his older brother, who had died, had made it up to paradise and had gotten his 72 virgins because he couldn't talk to him. He didn't know if that had happened. And I said, well, I don't think so. But let's go see, find out where he's at. Now, because I'm a very special person, I travel in that realm that the forever person does have my whole life, didn't know anything about it, had to get training in it because it's a, have a lot of bad people and things in that world. So the younger Sanaya brother and I, you may not believe this, we went to hell. And I put the younger brothers inside my glory and my light because it's very icky down there. I can go down there when you read the article. Because once this forever person becomes a spiritual king, hell will hand over and open the gates to you. Because the one who created hell is my father. And he gave me permission and authority even over that. So I took the young one down there spiritually. Now I'm outside watering physically. And what happened is, we went and located his brother. He was down there. And as everybody believes, he was being tortured. Well, it's not a pretty place. It smells a lot of fire and screaming and yelling. And it takes a very tough person to go there. Now, I am able because spiritually, the spirit, the forever person, when it develops and it comes into its fullness, it's not a child anymore. It now becomes a part of the adult part of the family doing family business. I am able to speak to the flames, the tormentors that are in hell, and stop them. And I'm able to command that the host of heaven, angels, come down and bring water and minister to those that are in that place. So I did that. And we found uh, the older Sanaya brother. We started talking to him. Now the younger Sanaya brother's inside of my spirit, protected by the light, because he doesn't have a, the spiritual strength yet, the knowledge to be there. So I start talking to the older Sanaya brother. 
that he didn't have to stay there. He didn't have to continue to be torn. He didn't know. And there was paradise waiting for him. And there was a highway I showed him off in the distance that he could go. And there was a gift that I would like for him to accept. It was just the gift of agape love for him. But somebody loved him, even after all the bad stuff he did. And if he accepted that gift, he could go straight on up to paradise. That was it. Very simple. So he did. And the angel gave him some water to drink. And then I showed him the highway to heaven. Or you might call it paradise. And he wanted his younger brother to go with him. So I said, sure, no problem. So those two took off spiritually in that unseen realm to heaven, paradise. And what I told the older one is that he was not going to get his 72 virgins. I was sorry. But he himself was going to become a virgin. As if all the bad stuff, all his beliefs, hurting all those people in the Boston bomber was just going to fall away. And he was going to be a beautiful, white, forever person in a white robe with gold and light glistening on it. So him and his brother took off with an angel. They went on that highway. They went to the throne. A lot of you have been to the throne, and you've met the one up there on the throne. Kings understand the throne room. It's a powerful place. And I usually go up there with them. And I usually walk up to the king. I bow. Give him great honor. And I introduce him to some of the new people that accepted his gift. So the two stayed up there and then the younger one came back. And it wasn't his time. His physical body was still here. I told him in that world, when he's up, locked up in prison, he can travel. Go and talk to his friends and his people, into the Muslim community, into those areas of terrorists. Yes, you guys. And tell him the truth, what he learned about his brother, about the gift. Just do that. So what happens when you start discovering and you start looking at the movie the uh, matrix you start seeing some things unveiled to you and this forever person is a part I got one he's right here we're all talking I see all you millions what do you look like you look like little bitty lights maybe like that little candle you know the flame of a candle some are a little stronger, some are a little weaker. What? Yeah, but I look like a big, yes, I do, because I carry a lot of power and light in me. Because I have to light a lot of little candles out there. The power that's in me that you say, it's not me. That's the glory of being a king. It's shining out, that's okay, through my clean forever spirit forever man you really don't see me you see the power and the light that I carry called agape love so this first 
I think, what did we say it was? Episode 5. It's a little bit more about him. Go and watch the Matrix trilogy. Go slow. Stop it. Think how it would relate to you. Later on, we can get into it. It deals with purpose. You have to have a purpose. Why are you here? Neo struggled believing he was going to be the savior of the world. That he had a purpose. Not just to get free. And if you'll notice also in the movie Cypher, you can get set free from that world and not be happy. Because if you believe in that forever person's world, that you're going to have the girl of your dreams, you're 72 virgins, you're going to be the richest person, be honored and glorified and stuff, and it doesn't happen, then you get disillusioned. And Cypher made a deal. And he sold out the people that set him free. Because he wanted to go back into the Matrix and live in a pretend world that he was somebody. So just because you get free, if your motives are still wrong in this forever person and you haven't learned about it, you'll sell out your brothers. You'll go to the enemy of that world and you'll do bad things. We see it. You just don't realize it. We see it all the time. I try not to talk about it too much. But we see it. Why governments do what they do. To stay in power. How they'll turn on their own citizens. How they'll turn the military on them. They'll steal money and resources. You can take that into that kind of attitude and heart in the spirit world. And you, you'll serve the bad stuff in the spiritual world. And there's bad stuff out there. Because they'll yin-yang, they got it right. There is good and there is bad. And you sit in the middle and the war is on on who you're going to serve with your forever person. And if you don't have knowledge of that world, you might go in and think that I'm going to get all this power this forces, I'm going to use it to help people. Maybe the wrong kind of power and the wrong kind of source. And you go and use it to make money. Or you use it to control and be a master and a controller like the matrix over people. That is not good. So this episode is a beginning about the forever person. And I'm going to take a little break. I'm going to do another one. So we'll have episode 6 coming up. Everybody take a break. Please be careful when you stand up. There's millions of people here. Living creatures, help them to know what to do and kind of be like the ushers. Okay? Because we always have order. And respect for everybody. Don't get in a hurry. Love you guys. This is episode 5 of Mental Health and the Forever Person. Look at the board a few minutes and take notes.